Hallelujah, people of God. Oh, give a shout unto God in the name of Jesus. To tell the devil that you are here in the name of Jesus and you have come for your miracle. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you. And to everyone connecting through the social media, Facebook, whatever, Zoom or whatever. We say God bless you and you are the right place in the name of Jesus. I want to thank Pastor and Mrs. Marfo for the opportunity given to me to come speak the word of God to you in the name of Jesus. And to you present here, I tell you, your day will be awesome. And you will never leave here the same way you have come in the name of Jesus. Pastor said, a brother, in fact, I was humbled. I'm just a son, still under training. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Today, I've entitled my message, At the Door. At the Door. A lot of things happen at the door, and people miss their blessings. Somebody probably your story is that anytime I get to the door, something happens. And it's been one year and the other. And you have tried several times, but it's the same story. Something happens at the door. And you tell people, and a man proposed to me, and we are about to marry. He even came for the engagement list. But something happened, and I never heard of him again. Maybe it's a foot of the womb. You take seed, and the moment you start baby buying the baby stuff, suddenly, miscarriage, something happened at the door. Maybe yours is a job. You've gone through every good job. Just at the moment you're about to receive the job or get a job, something happens, and you go back to old mega salary. I don't know your story this morning. If your story is this, I want to tell you, this morning, you will break through at the door. That which stops you, that which truncates the blessing, that which denies you of the blessing, will never deny you of that blessing again in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God will change the story. Once so, we testify. In other words, you will also testify. And sometimes you watch people testify and you sit down, oh Lord, when? I tell you, that miracle is right here this morning. In the name of Jesus. Don't take the word as coming from a man, an ordinary man. But I tell you that I believe strongly the spirit of the Lord is speaking to me uh, through me this morning. And that's the exact word for you on a Sunday morning like this. In the name of Jesus. I don't know what you prayed for yesterday or what the past week had been to you. But this is the moment. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to Genesis chapter 4. We are reading the verse 3 to 12. And then 1 Corinthians 16, verse 9. Then finally, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 26. I read Genesis chapter 1, verse 3 to 12. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought, surprisingly, Pastor made mention of Abel in the name of Jesus. This morning, your offering has touched the throne of grace, and the downpour of blessings will come in Jesus' name. Four, Abel also brought the first fruit of his flock and of their fat. 
And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass. When they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel, your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth. Despite the fact that God said this, God protected him. The message of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 9. I read. For a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. A great and effective door is open unto me. God has done his deal, part of the deal. God has finished. But there are people at the door, and all that they do is to ensure that you not go through the door. But this morning, by power and the authority of the Holy Ghost, they shall fall in the name of Jesus. Let me share this with you. When I was praying this message, I saw something. A young man trying to kill a very big snake. And the young man has struggled. All the stone that the young man was throwing could not get to the snake. Because the snake experienced, somebody said, an old serpent. And then the Lord brought me in that sin. And I threw the first stone. It hit. You know, when reptiles are dying, you know, they, they turn up. So you see the whitest, I mean, uh, color of their belly. So I saw it. And the Lord said, no. Hit another stone again. I hit the second stone. And he died. I believe strongly those are the door that have stopped you or prevented you all these years are dead in the name of Jesus. And you will see the miracle in Jesus' mighty name. The last scripture reading, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. I read, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receive the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown. But we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight. Not as the one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should be disqualified. Amen. From the dictionary.com, a door is a movable, usually solid, barrier for opening and closing an entrance way, cupboard, cabinet, or the like, commonly turning on hinges or sliding in grooves. And I added this one. It is the means through which one passes from one place to another. In order to move from, in order for one to move, to the next level of his or her life, 
you are supposed to go through a door. No matter what, once you want the miracle, hallelujah, you must go through a door. And this morning, oh, forgive me that I didn't make mention of you. <laughs> like Pastor said, it's not easy to stand here. God bless you so much, Nanajwa. Awesome song ministration. I enjoyed it very well. There's a prophecy. Gradually, we are getting there. We'll get there one day in the name of Jesus. And to Dickon Jackson, God bless you so much. Your prayer was very powerful. And I liked, you know, anything that has to do with the word. And he hammered on the need for us to take the word serious. God bless you, Dickon, in the name of Jesus. And to you, instrumentalists and everyone, God richly bless you. Amen. 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 Yes. So, doors represent a border. They divide and connect two worlds. They are incredibly important element. They are incredibly important element that illustrates dualities people live by. It means you can, without a door, you can't live in two places. You need a law because you shaft between one point to the other. You must certainly go through a door in the name of Jesus. And sometimes because of the door that we are dealing with, it is easier to lose a miracle. And having said that, there are other doors too. A door for evil. And you see somebody, all the, all the person's passion and prayer is to enter that door of evil. I don't want to talk much about that because of our time. The dynamics of doors. There are four doors. Maybe somebody may say seven. I saw somebody say seven. But then for the, for the sake of this presentation, we say four. And there are. So we group everything into four. There are four doors. One that opens by the application of energy, force. When you get there and you apply force, it will open. You don't need any code. You don't need anything. You just get the door, you apply it, it will open. And this is just prayer. There are certain miracles. Once you come to prayer meeting and you pray, by the time you get home, the miracle is there. This is exactly what happened with Jabez. He prayed, Lord, that you will bless me and that you will expand my territory instantly. You read the Bible, no problems at all. God answered his prayer. It can be found in First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. And the second one is, a door that only opens when you have a key or the code to open it. No matter who you are, whatever you are, you can stand by the door and scream and do everything. The door will not open. It takes a key or a code to get the door opened in the name of Jesus. This means there are certain miracles. You need a prophetic direction. It doesn't come anyhow. You have to pray and for God to tell you exactly what to do. In the name of Jesus. This is what happened to Jesus. John 2, 3 to 11. When he had to turn water into wine, the mother told him they have, their wine has run out. And though he didn't want to do, but then the mother knew him more than anybody else. So he told them, get this barrels of water and fill it. And after he said, now taste it, there was a direction that they must follow in the name of Jesus. If you are here this morning, I don't know the type of miracle that you are looking for, but there are some miracles you need a code to get the door open. You need a key to open that door. 
And that code or key comes only from God. It may come in a dream. It may come in a vision. I don't know how God talks to you, but certainly you know how God reveals things to you. And many a time when we get the code or the key, we sit down and we wonder. No. Once God has said, if you believe it's from God, just do it. And many are just like, and you know, giving a code to somebody. Go to this door and then just dial maybe five, six. And probably look into the complex nature of the door. You may think it will take maybe six, seven, I mean, 14 codes or something. But once God has said, just go accordingly. And then the door will be open in the name of Jesus. And the next one is a door that opens by itself. There is a distance or when you step within a radius of the door, it will open by itself. So it doesn't matter who you are or how you are seeing it. Once you get closer to the door within that radius or that distance, the door opens by itself. This is faith. And you may be probably just a mark beyond that particular radius. The door will not open. And so many of us, we judge the opening of the door by the distance. But we have not stepped into that radius. So I look afar, I see the door still open. And maybe I expect the door going closer to open. It doesn't open. Because there's a rule. You must step into that radius, closer to the door, then the door opens. So maybe I, 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 I saw a, a man or somebody go closer to the door, but within that same radius, the door opened. So I am expecting that maybe coming closer, gradually, the door will have to open gradually. No, you won't see anything. This is what God told the children of Israel. They got to the Red Sea, and they expected the Red Sea to open. They didn't know what God was about to do. And God told Joseph, um, Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. So as they started moving forward, and they got to a point, point the staff to the Red Sea. And he did. And the door opened. I don't know the type of door you are dealing with. This is about faith. This is pure faith. You don't see. The doctors may give you that awesome or that and no fearful report. Nothing will change. And some of them, you pray, you pray just like Elijah. Nothing, you won't see any sign. But then, there is a point when you get there, miraculously, that will open and you enter. This morning, let your faith come alive. I don't know the type of door that you are dealing with. You need prayer, you need a revelation from God, and you need faith in the name of Jesus. And the last one is a door that opens by its own timing. That's God's timing. You hit the door, it will not open. Because in God's timing, there is a specific time for the door to open in the name of Jesus. And we call that Kairos moment. So what you have to do when you are dealing with that door is to prepare. Because you know when the door will open. It could be Monday. It could be, you don't know. Just prepare and get ready. This is why you have to always be on your knees praying Monday through to Friday knocking the door. Don't know when the door will open. And very painfully, some of these doors that is operated by, the, by God's timing, if you are not careful and it opens and you are not ready and it shuts, maybe it will take the grace of God. It will take the mercy of God. It may not open again. It is not your timing. 
in the name of Jesus, if you are here, a lady listening to me, and you have massaged door, I pray for mercy for God to open it again in the name of Jesus. Prophesy over your life that you will marry for the sake of mercy in Jesus' mighty. Because a lot of times the guys came, no, no, I don't like this guy. No, they were not ready. By the time we realized something that you never expected that could turn into something else, this same guy now comes around, everything changed because you want already maintenance. No, in the same way, you see the guys too, they want specific, particular ladies. No, your time is not that of God. Just prepare yourself and dwell in God's timing so that when the door opens, you enter in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hindrances at the door. This is where I want to, you know, capitalize on. Hindrances at the door. Why should there even be a hindrance at the door? God has made a way. God has opened the door. And many a times we think the door hasn't opened. God didn't open the door. God actually did open. Just like what Paul said, a great and effective door is open unto me. And there are many adversaries in the name of Jesus. The number one challenge at the door are the adversaries. Whether we like it or not. If they would even come on the first day of my journey, I would have done something about it. If probably midway, maybe I can do something about it. But they don't come. It is at the last moment when I'm about to enter and then they strike and I go for it. With that, you won't will, will have the time that I'm going to work things and come back again. You will miss it in the name of Jesus. It could be maybe fruit of the womb that you have prayed for it and you know God told you and you saw it that it's coming. First month, second month, third month and then you see something. You go and doctor tells you, forget about it, you've missed it very painful we were then dealing with something like that and the lady could cry at a point in time said she, she wouldn't even marry again a man of god's wife pastor's wife but thank god god stepped in for her and today she has two sons in the name of jesus christ the adversary will come whether you like it or not we are children of god and the time the surface at the right time when you get to the door, just about to enter. And many a times, you lose your guard. Because you know this time I have it. They have given me the uh, whatever appointment letter. And they asked me to start in three months. Just about to start the call and said, we are sorry, we want to hold your appointment for some time. And you don't, you, where did it come from? At the door. There are adversaries at the door fighting that miracle that you're about to receive. This morning, I don't know where you are connecting from, whichever country, on Zoom, on YouTube. I want to tell you, that adversary that has stopped your blessing, that have fought you all these years, will fall this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And the next thing is lack of passion or hunger. If you don't have the hunger, the passion for a miracle, no, it will not come. Because if you don't have the passion for it, any wind will blow you. Anything at all will direct you to places that you're not supposed to go in the name of Jesus. Listen our Bibles to Genesis about 27. We are reading the verse 30, 
39 to 40. I'll come back to all this again. He said, Then Isaac his father answered and said to him, Behold, your dwelling shall be of the fatness of the earth and the dew of heaven from above. But your sword, sorry, by your sword you shall live and you shall serve your brother. And it shall come to pass when you become restless that you shall break his yoke from your neck. When you become restless, when you become hungry for the success, for the things of God, in the name of Jesus, God said, blessed are those who hunger for righteousness, they shall be filled. Righteousness in totality, in every way, you shall be filled in the name of Jesus Christ. This morning, develop some passion for the things of God. Develop some passion for your breakthrough. Develop some passion for that miracle in the name of Jesus Christ. And let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24, which I, I, I read. That anybody who runs right, you have a pride before you, even Jesus Christ. Anybody who surrounded Jesus Christ because of the pride that was put before him, he endured the pain. He endured the shame. This morning, I'm to encourage you. That miracle will take something from you. There's a price to pay. You cannot come and receive from God without a price. You must pay a price. Be ready to pay the price for the miracle. As when you get to the door, you see, a lot of things happen at the door. So the one who doesn't have passion will not go through to even wake up at door and pray. You pray, I'm tired, let me sleep. Meanwhile, there are things at the door. This morning, I want to inspire you. must go through that door. You must break through. You must make it in the name of Jesus. The whatever at the door cannot bring you down. It's a mindset. Once you make your mind, enough is enough. You rise up. As for this year, I will break through. As for this time, I will not miscarry. As for this one, it will stay. I tell you, the devil knows it when you have that passion and hunger for righteousness and he will leave you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And the last sin, sadly sin, can cause you your miracle. At the door, there is always sin. And sometimes sin will surface in the places that you never expected. It could be in a church. It could be even when you are preaching, we have gone to minister to the sister or to the brother. Sin will surface. Sin is no respecter of persons. No matter who you are, don't think you are above sin. In the name of Jesus. You know what David did? David stood, the anointed man. The Bible described David as the apple of God's eye. And he stood on his rooftop. And he saw one thing. And that was all. When you read the account, after this one, David didn't win any battle. The anointing went down. But people said, David, fine, God forgave David. And for that matter, um, um, Solomon also reigned, despite what he did. But sin, sin will deprive you of that miracle. In the name of Jesus. This is why God cautioned um, um, a, a king that if you do well, you see, when you read the account, God wanted Cain to come to him, to align himself with him. But Cain wasn't ready. He was rather putting questions to God. And God also warned him ahead of time. Why are you angry? Why has your countenance, countenance fallen? What is wrong with you? Put yourself together. This morning, I don't know who's listening to me. But that sin is about to strike you. That sin is about to prevent you. That sin is about to deprive you of that very blessing that you have prayed. It is very painful. That's, I have a friend. 
at uh, um, his uh, in Boston. The last time we were supposed to meet, but then something happened, we couldn't uh, meet. And when he was in Ghana, he said, he remembered, I told him something. There was something, something was going to happen, actually, for him to commit adultery. And at that time, things were not easy at all for him and his family. And he was praying. And suddenly, you see, the devil knows what you want to. The devil will not come and serve you rice when he knows your favorite food is fufu and rice soup with maybe some pork. The devil knows it. He knows exactly what you want. And the devil will not come. He comes at the right time. So these are the signs that you should know. My miracle is right here. The devil will not leave you to enter the door or go and pick your miracle. Just like No. He will strike. And when he strikes, this is the time to know. No. Why didn't the devil come yesterday? Why didn't the devil come two days ago? And I always say the devil doesn't come in a form of a monster or a, 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 an animal. The devil comes in a form of sin. This is for the devil. That's why Jesus said the ruler of the world cometh, but he has nothing in me. If the devil doesn't have anything, you don't carry anything of the devil, you walk through the door. Sin cannot bring you down. God cautioned um, 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 Cain, sin lies at the door. Its desire is for you. And sometimes we pray, we pray, I mean months, years, and you know this is my time. And then sin brings you down. This friend of mine, he was saying that this lady way back, he was interested in the lady, didn't work. Suddenly, the lady called. At the three time, the wife has traveled. Ask yourself, why? The devil has programmed everything. And someone said, say, uh, oh, it's okay with you. No. The devil has intentionally programmed everything for the sin to strike you. So the wife had traveled and he was alone. And this lady was coming. But he said, he saw me, felt me standing by him and hammering him. Before the miracle, sin will come. Before the miracle, sin will come. So he said, got to a point. He said, no, no, this thing, I can't do it. And so he called the lady and met the lady and everything, you know, was forgotten about. And you know what happened? Just in 14 days, he won this lottery. And now he's in Boston with a wife. That particular, that God bless you, that particular sin was coming for this thing. And you know what? His condition wasn't good at all. Where they were even living, they had two weeks to vacate the place, and he didn't have money. So when they even had the visa and everything, they had to go and then, I mean, stay with some friends. And now he's into IT. Their wife is nurse. They are doing so well. Can you imagine the number of times the devil has deprived people's blessings? Because they can't read the timings. And you think, you are praying for that breakthrough and that man come and they give you something just like that. Let me share a quick testimony to you. There was a time I was from work and I had a place that I buy uh, um, drugs. And the spirit of the Lord impressed so much upon me. Go and tell the pharmacy a uh, uh, lady. Hallelujah. Say it again. Oh. <laughs> No, 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 no. I mean, I mean drugs for, I mean, uh, um, I, I had a problem with my tummy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. God bless you. And no, so when I went to the top, I looked at this lady, well built, and I got scared. But the spirit was like, tell her, go to her and tell her. So I went and said, Madam, uh, God said I should tell, take your marriage very serious. And there's somebody pushing you to do something against your marriage. And I said, Ah, but you know me. Men of God, sometimes I got scared. And said, I'm sorry. So I left. In no time, she called me. Asked my wife. She was in tears. Man of God, God bless you. God bless you. You know, he, it got to a point she felt the husband was cheating on her. So she wanted to pay the husband in, a, in his own coin. And know what happened? Somebody came and he had a, I mean, a, a discussion. So she was traveling somewhere with a man. And the man promised her to open a, a, I mean, a, a shop. She's running a pharmacy shop, but the man was going to add another shop to it. A well-to-do man. He showed me the man. And it didn't come on. So it was Friday when they were about to go. And she said she was about to even close the shop so that she would tell the husband that she was going for a prayer meeting. And that would be there. And I told, she said, I just spoke, came at the right time. And know what happened? She didn't go. And he said, Monday, it was Friday, Monday the man came. And he added money, the money that she was supposed to get to the woman. He added another amount. She didn't go. And Wednesday the man came again. And know what happened? He added two plots of land in a prime area in Accra. Ask yourself, why? Not the first shop added money. Not only that, added two plots of land. And that area, a land, a plot of land, very expensive. So, so I said, she wanted, he, he, sorry, he wanted something in you. There is something, sacrifice that he has to do. And this is exactly how. You see, the devil does not come. When you are playing with the devil, be very careful. And the devil has reduced a lot of people to the piece of bread, as Proverbs will say. This morning, be passionate about that door that you go through. Sin will not bring me down. And the power of God is here to grant you the grace to have dominion over sin in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now I want us to go through the experience of Jesus Christ and then uh, we quickly will bring the message to an end. When the devil had entered the temptation, you know, Jesus Christ went through three temptations. We'll talk about that. And when you read the account, Luke 4, 13 to 15, I read it. Now, when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And news of him went out through all the surrounding region. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. You know why? Jesus' ministry was about to start. All the 40 days, everything that Jesus had been born for was about to break forth. And the devil timed Jesus. We read that concept, and the spirit of and the Holy Spirit filled him, and he led me into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Now, what I just read, he said, Then Jesus, that's after the temptation, then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. In the power of the Spirit. He needed that power of the Spirit for his ministry. He fasted. No, that wasn't enough. The Holy Ghost filled him. No, that wasn't enough. Now the Holy Ghost took him to the wilderness, another level. And this was when the devil tempted him three times. 
The devil didn't come when he fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. No. He waited. The Holy Ghost filled him. He waited. Now, about to go to the wilderness, this is where the devil filled him three times to floor him. And the Bible said he turned in the power of the mind. All that I want to see, the devil comes at a specific time. Well-calculated time at the door to deny you in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe strongly I'm being a blessing to you this morning, wherever you are connecting from. I said you will break, you must, you must break through in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, all these three temptations Jesus went through, and you are no different. We are, we will go through this ones. Let me just touch it speedily. Last of the flesh. At that time, he has fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He was hungry. The devil knows exactly what will bring Jesus down. The devil know exactly, some, somebody told me, no, but I met this lady that time I wasn't married to. It doesn't matter whether you are married. Is it from God? Because there are some women, they'll come and mess you up and they go. The mere fact that you are not married, it is not every lady that you have to align yourself with in the name of Jesus. So the lust of the flesh, the devil knows it. And many a time these days, it's you know, promiscuity. I mean, um, uh, adultery, fornication. This is what the devil is using to deprive the church of the blessings of God. He knows it. It has to do with your body. Jesus was hungry. At that time, the devil couldn't have tempted Jesus with a lady. No. Or a man. No. It is bread. Bread because he was hungry. The last of the flesh. The flesh needs something. And then the second one is the, the last of the... Let, let me quickly read that one. Luke chapter 4 verse 3. And the devil said to him, If you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And the second one, the last of the eyes. But you see, whatever the devil tempts you with, it is something that you have it in abundance. But the devil will lie to you. He told Eve, has God said? God didn't say that. And God tells you, why should, and the devil tell, why should God deny you of a pleasure? I mean, go and have a feel. The devil, God didn't say don't do it. He said do it in the context of marriage. You are fasting. God then has not said don't eat. But you are staying away from food for some time. Whatever the devil will come and, and then display before you for you to sin, God has given to you in abundance. Exactly like Jesus. Now the scripture, the last of the eyes said the devil taking him on a high mountain showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, all this authority I will give to you and I will give you and their glory. For this has been delivered to me. It's a lie. And I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you worship me, if you worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone you shall serve. He said, See the kingdoms of the world. So, what the last of the eyes? Ah, you are working in a place, and there is a contest in which you should operate. Now, you want to run, you want to go. Cut corners, something that it's not meant for you, because you want to acquire uh, uh, acquire wealth quickly, buy cars. No, no, this ice it will take you to place that you can go, and you meet some friends. No, I've been there before. They invited me, and they sat down. They meet. I don't know a crowd. There's a temple there. Yeah, I attended at this school. So some are former mates. They said that you know in school we're doing this rasta rasta stuff. So they said, we have everything there. But I realized, ah, no. At that time, I didn't even know God much. 
we have completed school not too long. I said, ah, but it's thing, no. And I remember when I went to did my, my national service in Boko, there was this man who pursued me that he would give me something and I would become so rich. I almost, but we had one Jehovah witness among us who kept us with the weight. So later I asked myself, ah, this man, look at him. But then he keeps telling me, he'll give me this, he'll give me that. I can't trust him. You see, they see something in you. The devil is a trickster. He knows what you carry, what you have. And they will have something to give to you. So that you shift the glory from God to the devil. I believe strongly all these guys that are doing occultic and all that, they have already been blessed. The devil picks what God has given to them and then repackages it and gives to you. Like my wife say, if the devil gives you uh, um, um, a, a full scholarship, you will come for a full scholarship no, 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 notebook, a whole notebook. He would never come for the same thing. So you can imagine, if you had that much, you wouldn't have even bought it in the name of Jesus. And the pride of life. I want us to go through this quickly. The pride of life is that taking the credit of glory for things that God did for you. It's pride. Cause others to worship or hold you in high esteem. Make a name of yourself. Feel valued or more important than others around you. And desiring to have positions of power. To, to, to domineer and to control people. The pride of life. In the name of Jesus. He told that, uh, 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 Jesus. Let's go. He said, then he brought him to Jerusalem. Set him on a pinnacle yes, of the temple. And said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. And in their hands they shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against a stone and Jesus answered and said to him it has been said you shall not tempt the Lord your God that Jesus I am the child of God I can do this I can do that no there are times you have to stay put some of you before you get to the door God showed you a small sign everybody hears it you see I have this yes my job did this for me and my mother my father did just keep quiet that is why when a lady takes seed it is hidden until it gets to a point before you begin to see. There are certain things when God is doing, just keep quiet. God hasn't even started. This is just the beginning. You haven't even gone through the door. So by so doing, the enemy also hears and they fight you and you miss it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now I'm concluding. Joseph in Potiphar's house, he was confronted with this issue. Everybody would have said, oh, okay, I have the, the boss's wife and coming to call me so I can quickly do it. Nobody will hear. Can you imagine if Joseph had considered or heeded to what uh, uh, Potiphar's wife told him? Can you imagine what would have happened? He would not been able to get to that far. Whatever you are seeing today, God hasn't finished with you yet. God is about to break through. You are about to go through that door in the mighty name of Jesus. This one, wherever you are connecting from, I want you to rise up. I want you to have a change of mind that whatever is coming to you, the devil is throwing at you. The intention is to deprive you of the blessing. The intention is to break you. The intention to bring you down to the same old place in the mighty name of Jesus. 
if you want to make a way, if you want to break through, if you want to receive that miracle, it is time you have a change of mind. It is time you develop some hunger and some passion for the things of God. It is time to you wrestle against your adversaries in the name of Jesus. It is time you have dominion over sin in Jesus' mighty name. Else you will never see anything good. This morning, wherever you are connecting from, I speak over every life to me in Jesus' mighty name. Any adversary, any power, any witch, any demon, anything at the door that has fought your blessings, yeah, we command them by fire to die in the name of Jesus. We command them by fire to scatter in Jesus' mighty name. I speak against every addiction in your life. Drug addiction, masturbation, pornography, they are all working. You see, when you watch pornography and stuff like that, they corrupt your spirit. And when your spirit is corrupted, the devil can easily lay hands on you. And that is where sin comes in this morning. I speak grace over your life that you overcome your weaknesses. You overcome every challenge. You overcome every addiction in Jesus' mighty neighbor. Because this morning you are supposed to break through in the name of Jesus. Rise up and pray. Cry to God. Call on him. This moment I must break through. This moment I must say through the devil cannot stop me again sin cannot stop me again lack of passion cannot stop me again I am fired up I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me wherever you are connecting from I don't know what you have put before God I don't know the door that you have not been able to enter I don't know what you are pushing that God will grant you the grace to go through but this morning I speak the anointing of the Holy Ghost upon your life I speak power I speak anointing of the Holy Ghost that you break through if you are watching me I don't know what you are watching me from either YouTube Facebook or whatever I speak it to your life right now stop crying stop crying you will not miscarry again you will not miscarry you are just at the door just make sure you overcome sin make sure you have that passion to carry your own babies here make sure that whatever god has committed to you that is what you will do i release that grace of god upon your life you will have children you will have children i prophesy over every life from now to december that job that you are looking for that contract that you are looking for that business that you are looking for that breakthrough that marriage yeah that thing that you are looking for by power and authority of the holy ghost yeah we push you into that blessing we block the adversary we resist every addiction we stop that lukewarm attitude in your life and we push you into that blessing i prophesy to you the man is coming and this time the man will not have the audacity and tell you it is over between us again we glue them in the name of jesus you can't come and play with a child of god and go the same way you have come this time when they come they will pay for whatever thing that they will say in jesus mighty name we speak the miracles if uh, your life uh, yeah. the word of god is here the word of god is here and i heard the lord say yeah sin lies at the door sin lies at the miracle sin lies at the breakthrough sin lies at the blessing a desire is to deprive you of the blessing is desire is to reduce you to a piece of bread young men and women it is time to rise up it is time to say enough is enough i want my miracle and i want it now pray and ask for mercy it is time you said this addiction is enough i will rise up God has opened the door. God has opened the door. God has opened the door. What do you make with that door? You are supposed to enter. 
This morning, exhortation temple, I saw the adversary, I saw the demon, I saw the witch that have pestered you. I don't know where you're connecting from. Fall. I saw the snake killed. That snake in your life, that strong man or woman in your life has been killed this morning. I see you running through that door. The miracle is coming. The breakthrough is coming. You will testify in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Just lift up your hands. On YouTube, on Facebook, lift up your hands. I see a lady. I don't know. You are crying. In the name of Jesus. You are crying in your spirit, in your heart. That this time too. Because not too long ago, the guy just showed you the door. A negative door. That go. I prophesy over your life. If you take this prophetic word, I prophesy by December, you will see the hand of the Lord in your life. There is somebody coming. This time, stay away from fornication. That person that is coming, it gets to a point, he will tell you that. But I want to tell you, it is no story like the former ones in the name of Jesus. You will marry in Jesus' mighty name. I prophesy that over your life in this year, December. You will see the power of God. I don't know the miracle that you have been praying for. I don't know the healing that you have been praying for. I don't know what the doctors might have said about you. I don't know. I hear somebody said you want to buy your own house. In the name of Jesus. Collins, is that your prayer? Is your prayer? Jesus. Receive that. Anointing. Just get up. Get up. No, no. Just get up. Receive the grace. Receive it. Oh, God will bless you. Take it. Take, 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 take. There is a grace coming in your life. Your money cannot. I know the type of house you want. It's not your money. Take, take. Holy Ghost, right now. Holy Ghost, shock him. Shock him. Every seed is sown in this church. Holy Ghost, give him the reward in the form of a house. Take, take it. Jesus mighty name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now take that miracle right now. It is coming. I don't know what you have been praying for. You are connecting on YouTube, on Facebook. But I see a lot of women, God reconnecting them to their partners in the name of Jesus. But this time, no more sin. It's at the door. It will bring you down. I release that grace over your life, wherever you are. Miracles all over in this place. Miracles all over in this place. Miracle all the world. I may not know, but the Spirit of the Lord knows. The Holy Ghost knows. The Holy Ghost knows. The Holy Ghost knows. The Holy Ghost knows. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. Expect a miracle. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you.